Welcome back to a new edition of the Non-League Show. This is going to be a cracking episode. I will be speaking to Gron from the Cross Sanders Way, a Marine fan, and Joe from Bootle Books on Twitter, a Bootle Books unofficial fan page. I'm going to be basically getting their thoughts on the game, really, and uh, the contrast between the two teams since they, they last faced off. So it proves it's going to prove to be a cracking episode. God. Hello, welcome back to a new episode. I've got Gran from the Cross Anders Way. So thank you, thank you very much for joining him. Thank you very much for having me. Good to speak to you. Very good, thank you. Um, thank you very much. So I'll ask me first question. So it's um the last. This is the the first league meeting since I think it was nineteen fifty one fifty two in the Lancashire combination. So and then it was a, the last meeting itself was a. Uh, the 2016-17 Liverpool Senior Cup, so it is. It's a um, it's a long time in the making, and uh, in that time between the last time you met Bootle, the you've had a couple of rough years, including COVID and um, relegations from the uh, Northern Premier League Premier, um, under the current gaffer Neil Young. So you've uh, you've kept faith in Neil, and it looks to be uh, looks to be proving the right move. So. Um, How's how's that proven to be? And how have you found this new league since relegation? It's um it's been an odd couple of a couple of years in in this league and uh, and like with Neil Young joining um just over three years ago and that he hasn't completed the full season yet um so kind of with both of them curtailed uh the last two seasons curtailed and then obviously half a season so far this year so it's um it's nice to go to some different places and. And uh, nice to go and play play Bootle, given that, as you say, we haven't played in a league game for, what, 70-odd years. So, um, no, it's a good league and go quite a few nice places to go, a nice few little away trips. So, yeah, enjoying it and just hope we get this season finished, to be honest, and get to uh, get to play everyone twice and uh, and get a fully formed league table at the end of it, not not the interruptions that we've had the last couple of years. No, no, it would actually be nice to go through a full season. It's, it's, it's been... Since since eighteen nineteen was the last full season because nineteen twenty was pretty near near the end and then it just got caught off and then just up being a a write off so it would be nice to get the season over and done with so it, and current and current crowds at Medine who nine on between nine hundred to a thousand every game which is which is which is quite remarkable really and and for this brutal game it's it's a sellout two thousand one hundred and fifty so it's going to be buzzing so. How much do you think maybe the FA Cup run and the match against Tottenham had an influence on that? I think it's had a big influence. And in the summer, I think we were kind of quite keen at the club. Um, obviously, last year was a massive year in playing Spurs. Um, and then we had that kind of gap between, obviously, January when the league was was called off and then playing again you know, from July and pre-season friendlies and, and the league starting in August. Um I think we wanted to like have the feel around the club that although last season was so amazing and playing Spurs was kind of absolutely bonkers to be honest with you that fans coming back into the ground it still felt like Marines' best days were ahead of them and it, it wasn't sort of like the best days were behind us um, after Spurs and that people wanted to be a part of everything going forward as opposed to just uh, feeling like the best times had sort of been and gone and they'd missed out. So I think Spurs are really, really important for the kind of the investment in the club and, and making it a lot more open and you know, kind of bringing up the facilities for supporters to to come and enjoy the day at Marine. 
uh, has been a massive part of it and the excitement of, of this side and um, kind of keeping them going in the league and uh, a couple of decent cup runs this season to be fair as well in the FA Cup getting to the final qualifying round and um, and a good run in the FA Trophy as well it's just kind of lots of extraordinary games at Marine and it's never been a feeling like this or not been a feeling like this for an awfully long time it's it's a uh, when a football club feels like it's going on a journey I think people want to get on board with that and it's Definitely about the uh, the optimism going forward, as much as it is um, kind of the exploit to last season and and that extraordinary one kind of culminating in playing Spurs. So, but yeah, it's absolutely about the future as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I interviewed Niall, Niall Cummins a couple of weeks ago. I asked him the same question. Do you feel like because of that run you went on, maybe the the Tottenham one to, to the, the third round? Do you, do you maybe feel like that that's put a lot of pressure on on Marine to possibly? perform like that in the league as well? Um, I think, yeah, if, if we'd have a, a poor start, I reckon it would have been quite um, quite tough. But they, I think this team and with the run that they had last year, they, they're absolutely used to playing with, with pressure. And I think you know, as we go through the season and towards the end of the season when games get bigger and bigger and there's kind of league titles or uh, playoff places <laughs> and all that to be decided, there's... Um, when those pressure games are on, this group of lads have been through those times and know how to perform in those big games when the pressure is on, when the spotlight is on. And I think that kind of how to handle those games is still doing in really good stead for you know the pressure of starting this season and hopefully for the rest of this season, those big games that they are just used to it and the management know how to handle it, the players know what they kind of do and go going about it and having that kind of faith in each other to. Um, you know, they've been around and uh, I know what it's all about. So I think it's maybe there is that an added pressure, but this group of players have, uh, have always dealt with those pressure situations really well. And I think it's kind of ingrained in them now. So hopefully that stands us in good stead for the rest of the season as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at the, at the current moment, at the last 11 games, you've won, you've won 10 of your last 11 games. Um, and the one you didn't win was a three-two, three-two defeat. A, a very good, very good team in league time. But that 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 runs quite quite astonishing. Um, so I'd say for the whole of this season, who's been your outstanding performance? Um, in our we've, it's been with the, I think everyone's played really well. To be fair, especially given, uh, you know, we've had some quite well, we've had a lot of injuries and a couple of long term ones as well. We've really missed. Um, or, Anthony Miley at centre half would be a massive miss for any side um, at this level and and even higher with his you know he'd been missing with his broken leg and um, but everyone sort of stepped up it's like kept the core of, of last season's team and then added some real good quality players around it so um, the likes of Alex Doyle has had a really good first half of the season and is sort of is an even better player than he was last year um, Owen Watkinson who came in who was, came in in the summer um, again really really good young striker lots of energy. Um, which would be a nightmare to play against. Um, but as well as that kind of being able to kind of rotate players and rotate the team and everyone knows what they're, what they're doing and um, it's kind of helped us through quite a lot of patches of their, well, when we've had bad patches in terms of injuries and having to play different players. So yeah, it's, it's difficult to pick any uh, any individuals out because everyone's, everyone's done really well. Even players who were more on the fringe, fringes of it last year have kind of played like they're not giving up their places this year. They are um, uh, scoring lots of goals, the likes of um, Ryan Wignall, who, uh, he, when he's, he's played this year, he, he's just been absolutely immense. So, 
I think out all around the pitch we've been uh, we've been absolutely fantastic and uh, and that kind of shows in that run of form. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you, it's been to be top of the league, and you're quite at the top at the minute. You're quite comfortable, so definitely you just got to have standout players, and it seems that you have at the minute. Um, but recently you've lost you've lost a really key character. Well, it seems in the dressing room and a long serving player in David Raven. So, how much do you think this this could affect Marine in the long run? I think it's. Uh, I think this kind of group of players have. Is strong enough to to kind of come through, um, missing David and, and kind of cracking on with the rest of the season. So it will be a massive a massive miss. It's clear how just how much respect and and love he had in the, in the dressing room from all the other players. But people talk about how how much of a, an influence he's had on them, and I think his influence will will still be felt in that dressing room even after his departure. So um, it's more kind of kind of onwards and uh, with the players that we've got. And, uh, and kind of thankful for what David's done and his influence will still be around for the second half of this season um, with the players and everything that he, they've kind of pinched from him after his, uh, his, kind of, his long and, and uh, kind of varied career and, and all his experience. So, yeah, it would definitely be felt for the rest of the year, his influence and positive influence going forward. Um, and we crack on, maybe have to strengthen that area of the pitch, might be looking for a centre-half, I don't know. But... Uh, but yeah, it'll be he'll be a big miss, but it's a uh, it's a good move for him, and uh, and his kind of his influence in Marine will, will still be felt going forward. Yeah, hundred percent. Now gonna uh, gonna go top move on to the big fixture. So this is a sellout. Like I said before a sellout to two thousand one hundred and fifty on Monday, which for this level especially, and for the whole of grassroots football, it, it's 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 quite incredible, and it definitely proves that people that more people are taking note of non-league football and seeing what it really is about and the fact that two great local clubs with long-standing history and mercy started playing each other. So, how much are you looking forward to the fixture? Oh, I can't wait. You know, it's going to be uh, an absolutely brilliant day. It's going to be absolutely packed to the rafters at, uh, along College Road and, and in the ground. It'll be even more than we had in for, for Wrexham in the, uh, in the Cup and that was a record attendance for an awfully long time. So, it'll be, uh, yeah... Brilliant to have so many people in, brilliant atmosphere, people having a good time. Um, it's good, you know, around the festive, the rest, the festive period, and hopefully people who come will keep coming back as well, whether it be to Marine or, or to Bootle and get that non-league book. Because the thing, kind of going back to uh, kind of the first question around Spurs and uh, how much that's contributed to to the attendances this season is that these games and for both clubs is that when you get people in, like Spurs have brought people in initially. But just how much fun they have and how good it is being at Marine and being at non-league clubs in general is what's kept them coming back. So hopefully it's a it's a good afternoon for Marine and good afternoon for for local non-league clubs in general and people getting that getting that bug and realizing they can go and watch proper football and you're close to the action. You can have a little drink and um, it's just a great thing to be a part of and you, you're very much welcome at. at uh, Every non-league round, and it, there's people are just great. Clubs are grateful to have people coming through the gates, as opposed to maybe feeling like a number when you when you go to the big Premier League crowds. So, yeah, hopefully people get the bug and keep coming back to Marine and keep going to uh, to Bootle. Some of uh, some people who might get that bug as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it it does it just really shows that non-league's about that people just get together and come and watch it. It it doesn't have the same doesn't have the same buzz as, as proper football because. 
it's like it's like you can just go at your mate any time and really it, it's as as well as it being a great a great attender it's sort of like an advert for non league in the terms of like this is this is what it's all about and this is what kind kind of attendance you can get and the passion the show between two clubs really really does show. Um, also, I want to make a, ma- a a massive mention between and you. I know it's been announced by like, you guys, Crossenders way, and um, Joe from the Boot Box announced about it. Um, food a food bank collection, which is a uh, which should be amazing. Now and and it um, it, it's amazing that both clubs have come together now, and the fact that families are worse off than ever, and both coming together to help the cause. With, with this collection, that will benefit the uh, local community. So let's just hope that we can get like a massive supply, even if it's even if it's just a small donation, everything will help out at the end of the day. Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah, it's only something we've started doing really, really recently in the last kind of couple of weeks. Um, at Marine, the first proper one was the Saturday just gone. And um, there's also an idea of doing it maybe once a month or kind of seeing how it goes. And then uh, in the bar afterwards on, on Saturday, um, some of the fellas were talking, and it was the yeah we had to absolutely had to do it against Bootle, given that it would be in the, all the donations are going to South Sefton Food Bank, and was it being two Sefton teams, and given the size of the crowd, it just made absolute sense that that we do this in in this game. The uh, the collection will be on as you go into the ground um, through the main entrance. Uh, the collection will be on the left. I think it'll be pretty obvious where it is. Um, like it was on Saturday, you'll see the bags on the tables and stuff like that. So if anyone can bring even even just a tin, just imagine if two thousand odd people brought brought a tin each. Um, how fantastic that would be! And stocking up food banks in in the local South Sefton to it was to help people who are really in desperate need of help at the moment with uh, with how things are, and especially maybe going into into the lockdown type situation. So yeah, if you can spare anything, bring it down and. Um, and we'll be there collecting it, and um, yeah, shout out to the lads who've uh, Steve and the lads who've uh, who've organised the, these collections because they're doing a fantastic job, and you know, it's great for the area, and, and it's just nice to, to help people and have that connection. So um, yeah, massive credit to them, and yeah, bring your stuff down if you possibly can. Yeah, definitely, I'll be bringing something down. I mean, it it, it all goes to a good cause, and it it, it helps the the more vulnerable people and in the community and it, it really it really does show that two clubs can come together and make something like this happen which is which is amazing so final question and uh, yeah so i bet you i bet you bet you're looking forward to the game as as much as every fan that is attending really is so have you got any got any prediction early predictions about the game oh i, I wasn't expecting this one um <laughs> i don't know you know i think to be honest, we've been thinking about the attendance. I mean, I haven't thought about the uh, the match itself. I know you've got a um, you're dangerous going forward, and we've uh, got the top scorer in the league. So uh, yeah. hopefully, we, we do we'll do well to keep a keep a clean sheet. Um, given the form we're in, I always back always back Marine. Even if we were uh, even if we we're bottom of the table, to be fair, I back Marine to win at home over the uh, the festive period. Um, so yeah, just another three points. I think would. Uh, Will go down really nicely um, on the twenty seventh, but hopefully it's a great contest between two teams. And you know, I was looking at the league before, and, and people are doing well in this division, especially having you know kind of come up last year. Um, I just wanted to be a good game of football, and uh, you know, indicative of the two teams in the local area, and uh, hopefully the best team wins. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. So it it, it proves to be it proves, it's going to prove to be a 
a really, really good match. And um, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm buzzing. I really can't wait for it. Whoever wins, just to see, just see best, best team wins. So, uh, thank you very much for coming on. It does mean the world, and uh, good luck for Monday. Well, gee, yeah, good, good luck on uh, yeah on Monday, and hopefully see you around and and uh, see how it goes and enjoy the match. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers, thank you. Bye. So, John, the last league meeting between Marine and Bootle was 1952, so 70 years ago now in the Lancashire combination. And the last actual meeting was was a 3-2 win for the Bucks in, in 2016. It was in the Senior Cup, so it's a, so it's a long time in the making. So, um, since since the last two sides met, um, it's been a bit of a uh, roller coaster for Bootle in terms of We've been unlucky and uh, missing out on, on a couple of promotions, but eventually through a restructuring, which seen us go up on our record, we did end up getting out of the um, North West Counties. Did you ever get the feeling we would never go up? Uh, no, I always, I always thought we'd go up. That was always the plan. Um, you know, even going back to the... Um, I wasn't there in, when we beat them in 1952, by the way. <laughs> um, but even going back to when... Marine were were one of the best non-league teams around. I know they're back up there now because they looks they appear to be uh, what are they four points ahead or seven points ahead at the moment, something Co- like that. Couple in, of in points the, ahead uh, in the West Division. Yeah, but they were they were always the the team to beat in the in the the old Cheshire League, which was the which was the could be seen as the the current uh, Northern Premier League. You know, so they they won the league. Const, you know, so many times they won Liverpool Senior Cups, they won Amateur Cups under Rory Howard years and years ago, and so they were they were always our, the team that we wanted to uh, try to beat. Um, and we we came from our humble start in the 1970s. We we came on quite a bit, but you know we developed. We won the Lancashire Combination um, twice in our first three years in it, and then we won the the uh, the Old Northwest Counties too. Um, title and uh, you know so we have developed it's only we we hit a bit of a hiatus obviously because of we had to move 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 grounds we never had a home for a few years and things we actually went back down into the Liverpool County Com I remember we finished bottom in the Liverpool County Com and about 2003 2004 something like that so we have risen up again and it, it was always it was always the dream of my dad Rector and senior to um, to get back on and play league play league games against Berlin. And, and obviously now it's it's it's, it's happened and finally it's long longly awaited and longly anticipated. Crowd's gonna be bummed, so it's it's gonna be a good one. So now that we are in the Northern Premier League West Division, we um towards the start of the season we had a we had a couple of a uh, couple of poor results, but to see the way the performances. We're definitely there, but the results weren't there. So we decided to replace our long-serving manager, Joe Doran, with Brian Richardson, who in, in these type of leagues, with you like to Prescott and FC United, is, is quite highly experienced. So how would you say that we've settled into the league so far? Yeah, I think we've done very well. Um, I, th- I think if somebody had asked us at the beginning of the season that Christmas you'll be you know, top half of the table uh, with a couple of good scalps under your belt, with a bit of hands off, um, and it's it's always a case of and, and Joe Joe Doran, you know, has been a great servant to the club over the years and and has moved us on to this position now. And I think he he made the decision himself that he couldn't do both. He couldn't develop the club as a whole 
and develop the team as well. And I think managers and, and coaches do hit glass ceilings. You've got to be, when you're competing at a level, you've got to know the players at that level. You've got to know the players at level and above if you want to, if you want to improve. Um, I think what Joe has said to the, the team that got us up, his team, he was going to give them a season and see how they see how they go, and then make a decision himself on the future and, and what what sort of path would take. But I think circumstances sort of combined to, to, to Joe made that decision a lot earlier. And now we've got Brian, who's you know the oldest swinger in town. Um, Seventy, what is he? One hundred and six now, is he, Joe? <laughs> one hundred and seven. You know, he knows he knows the players at this level, and from what I've seen of him so far, he knows how to grind out results. And you know, he's took it back to basics. He's an old time, old time type of manager, which which I you know I appreciate and, and I welcome, uh, and I think we're doing very well. And you know, I know it's a big step, although we're only like four, six points is it? Six points off the playoffs. It's still a big step and a big ask. Yeah. I, I certainly wouldn't be using that as our objective at the moment. I think if we just continue the way we are doing and finish top half, I think we'll have had a, a great season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean even being eighth right now, right, Chris, is, is, is remarkable, really, from from where we've come from. Um, but at, at, at late, our, our run of form's been a bit mixed. I mean, we've had a, a win at Wea Kendall and a, a great win against Mosley, which was... Which was really hard fought at home. We've brought in a couple of new signings, and we've uh, we we've have we have had a couple of injuries in in key positions, but players are now coming back just at the right time. So, how would you say the new signings that say Brian has brought in have like settled? And who's been our outstanding performance this season? Um, well, when the same with every when a, when a manager brings in players, the old guard supporters sort of. I think we are, and I count myself in this sometimes as well, but we're too quick to judge. We've got to let players settle in and we've got to let them to see, you know, get to know the club, get to know the players around them. And fans have got to do the same. Fans have got to give them time to settle in. Now, if you see the likes of Henry, when Henry signed, you know, there was a couple of question marks. Was he strong enough? Was he, you know, was he strong in a tackle? But he's proved over the past two or three games that what a good signing he is. Been very versatile. I think he's played in three or four different positions mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, he, he sat in it right back to me a couple of times when when yeah. when uh, Robbo was out. Robbo. Um, and and the same at Morgan. Morgan's come in and obviously got a good pedigree, um, but needs needs games and he's improving in each game. Scored a couple of goals, created a couple. Um, you've got the likes of Cooper and Matty um, Hamilton who, you know, Brian knows very well. And I, I remember Brian saying when he signed them that he, he signed them because he trusts them. So, you know, I'd, I'd trust his judgment. You know, he's had, he's, he's had a good record in the past. And if he trusts a player, I'll take that. Uh, and it shows, you know, Cooper himself, as James Cooper has, has well played, centre-half played, left-back played, right-back. Um, seems to be enjoying his game as well. Matty Hamilton's got a bit of a trick up his sleeve and can get us out of it, you know, some tricky positions. Uh, and even although we haven't seen as much as Matty McDonald, I like him. He's a bit good, strong runner. He seems to be a good signing as well. So combine that with the likes of uh, you know your our old players, the likes of uh, the likes of Ben and, and Connor Millo, uh, and and the back four of McCartan and uh, Robbo and uh, Will and Carberry. I think I think he's he's done quite well bringing him in and settling him in quite well because 
you know, we've only had one or two bad performances since Brian came in, and we're sitting in eight. I mean, yeah, that I mean, yeah, from when they start, it's amazing. I mean, the what the players he's brought in, I don't think really any of them have uh, seemed to really step really any foot wrong. Or maybe a couple of poor performances, but to be honest, it's all settling in, and they all seem to have settled in, and they have seemed to get an hard groove back. But um, a couple of a couple a couple of days ago, we had a, a bit of a shock. We lost a, a key part of key part of the dressing room and another long saving player in, in Ryan Jones in goal. Um so do you think that this could have any any effect on the dressing room? He's moved on a couple of times and 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 you know players move on and you've got to accept it. And Theo came in last week and, and got mad at the match so you know that's a good start for him. And I'm sure he gets settled in, and the players will welcome in, and we'll, we'll see where we go from there. It's a shame to see to see Brian, uh, Brian Jones go. Even Brian Jones, but he could, you know, he has been a good, you know, a good servant to us. Been a good, one of the best goalkeepers we've had over the years. Made some crucial saves, but also scored a crucial goal in the uh, in the in a penalty shootout against Tottenham. Yeah, Liverpool Senior Cup. Class. Um, so I'm talking about onto the big fixture now. So on Monday, twenty seventh, there's going to be a sellout crowd of two thousand one hundred and fifty at Roger Park, which, which is amazing for, for this level of grassroots football and at this level in particular. So it definitely does prove that that more people are taking note of non-league football and the fact that it's it's two great clubs with long-standing history and very local to each other. How much are you looking forward to the game? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it very much. Um, you know, Marine have always been the team that I love to hate over the years. I've always considered them, although we played the likes of Formby's and Prescott Cables. Uh, I always remember in Marine's heyday um, when we were sort of like a combination and, and we were wanting to, you know, they were the team we always wanted to topple. And I, it's probably because I was biased at the time, but it, I, we always seemed to come out on the on the wrong end of some bad decisions. Uh, refereeing decisions that I remember a midweek game um, in the cup game again I think it must have been a senior cup or something and we scored a last minute win- winner um, that, sorry a last minute equaliser it was uh, that would have taken us into extra time uh, but was was ruled offside by a, a linesman I think his name was Parry you know and um, it, it, we always seem to be on the wrong end of those decisions but that might be because I, I was biased at the time I, well still am biased aren't I but um, but I'm looking forward to it to, you know to, to, to having a look at the measure of ourselves to see the likes of us um, how we can come up against the league leaders and, and compete against them in front of two, as you said over 2,000 fans I think there's a good a good amount of them are going to be brutal supporters it's always something my dad my dad always said about uh, when we were at the copy lane you know, he wanted to see. He wanted to see. He couldn't understand how all these other clubs that we used to play, they'd be singing and they'd be chanting and they'd be screaming goals. If we scored a goal at the old Copy Lane, we'd get we'd get a light round of applause. You know, but now we've got a good following of fans who sing and and support the team, and I'm sure they'll be they'll be heard on on Monday as well. Yeah, definitely. It's going it, it pro- to prove, and hopefully, gonna be a uh, gonna be a class game. Also, gonna make a massive mention that both clubs have co- have come together. It basically basically being advertised by by Joe and on Bootle FC to, to Twitter and the Cross Sanders way that uh, they're doing a little food bank collection, and the fact that they're knowing that 
families are worse off than ever before and, and that both both coming together to to help a really really good cause that will benefit the local community um so just hope that we obviously get a massive supply even if it's just a small donation it, it'll always it'll always help out and it's good that the both sides are coming together to, to do something like this yeah and you know marine have been marine have, have been at the forefront really and i'll I give them the due um of, of doing some fantastic community stuff over the years i mean it was it was probably probably what even 20 15 20 seasons ago marine led a campaign of uh of, of, I think it was called Kit House Africa or something like that, and we used to, you know, did um, collect boots, old pairs of boots and old kits and things, and put them in a container and send them out all over the all over the world to the you know the third world countries. But you know, as you said, things have become a lot harder in this country due to uh, certain um, governments, and it, it's great to see the non-league world coming together and and helping communities because that's what you know Marine's a community club Bootle's a community club we've always got to stay at the hearts of communities because you know the way things are going at the moment if we can't help each other nobody's going to help us you know we it's, we're going to be turned into Tories where you look after you you just look after yourself you do everything for your own goodness to, to climb up the ladder unfortunately if you climb up the ladder too quickly or too 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 strongly you're going to kick people off the ladder and there'll be no one there to look after them. So we've got to look after each other before we look after ourselves. So it's important to, that we get that message across. And thankfully, Bootle and Marine and other clubs around will uh, will always be at the centre of that. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it's really good that they both have both taken part in this. And then obviously, they just made an answer about donation about both sides actually were announcing that they were doing like a no a no home kick campaign. So I know that's that's something that's that's going to be good as well. So. Just yeah, to... I mean, even recently, recently, um, we had um one of the one of the Bootle Books uh, inclusion players did a little bit of a sponsored walk from Marine to Bootle yeah. and ended up at one of our when Bootle were playing. No, for a fact, I, I contacted a friend of mine, Paul O'Leary, who's the chairman of at um at Marine, yeah. and he he spread it out among the, their supporters, and there's a lot of donations that went in. Charlie raised over a thousand pounds. A lot of those donations came from the Marine fans and supporters. I think it all came about that, that spot with the Tottenham game last season, Joe, didn't it? I mean, yeah. I think we were all shocked and surprised that how the Tottenham fans, because it was because Marine, you know, there is a once in a lifetime opportunity for them, and because of COVID, they couldn't have any fans, and and a lot of the Tottenham fans, thousands of them, all all bought tickets, they're all donated in some way, and I think that that was a little bit of a, a booster thing to see that what what non-league do. And it's it's the old thing of, of passing forward, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it, it's it's inspirational. It's amazing. It's it's good to see that that people in this community can come down and help the vulnerable at this time. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, definitely. So last last question. Um, obviously, bet bet you're looking forward to the game as much as much as all supporters are from from both sides. Have you got any uh, got any early predictions? Uh, I think it'll be very tight. I think it'll be very feisty. It always will be when the two thousand fans screaming them on. Um, oh, I mean, obviously, I want a bootle win. Um, I think we can. I mean, we've got Ben Hodgkinson who's on fire at the moment. I know their centre forwards on fire and they're scoring a lot of goals as well. But um, I think we can, we can we're, we're good for a couple. We score a lot of goals, so if we can keep it tight, we're guaranteed we'll get a couple. So I'll put it down to a two 0 win to us, Joe. Oh, fingers crossed! Absolutely, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if we won because, 
like you said, like you say there, looking at our attack this season, I don't think there's been a lot of games where we haven't scored, and it, it just yeah. it goes down to them front men. You know, you've got your Ben, you've got the two full backs who like to get up and down and help the attack and force. There's a lot of a lot of players that contribute to that. So obviously, yeah. just open and praying that we uh, get a win, and it'll just. Uh, well, it- as long as it's a great day for the fans, Joe, as long as it's done in the best sort of spirits, you don't mind the banter, but as long as they're all shaking hands at the end of it and saying what a good game that was and made the best brutal team win. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so, uh, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for coming on, John. It's amazing Keep to have you on. Keep up the good work, Joe. So brilliant. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. See you Monday. Bye-bye. Up the books. Up the books. Good in. Good in.